and you're listening to the mixer this is episode 10 and that echo you can hear is coming from the boardroom in bluebell fc we're down here for the muptas game and i'm with gaz shaw and andy mcnulty how is lads right. that was the cue <laughs> that was the cue what's up good good um so yeah we we brought all the gear down here we set up on the desk behind us no chicken wings yet but we're <laughs> the night is young <laughs> The chef is prepared downstairs. Yeah, so they're actually going to have to catch them in the garden or something. It's uh, down the back of an industrial estate in Dublin, if you haven't been here before. Your um, teams just went out, so we've got Bluebell playing in all blue, and Mukta's playing in quite a nice strip, sky blue, faded into white. Balance Sports, is it? Yeah, Another shameless plug. The, the refs are just walking out now, so we don't really know what we're going to do. We're going to give it a bash. We're going to talk a little bit about... Bluebell and I don't know if we've any information on Mooks at all. Probably should have asked one of the lads up, but that'd be difficult with when they only have got eleven players. <laughs> Bring the manager up, he can wash from here. Um so what's the crack, lads? How are you? All good, all good. Looking forward to seeing the game here as well. Got to have a chat and watch a live game. So this is um this is Can I be Gary Neville? <laughs> as long as you're not gas shy, you'll be what you want. <laughs> Celebrity and all that I'm watching Dean Edwards either. Oh, Bluebell boy. Yeah, every there, yeah. So this would be if Muktas or no, if starting it all day, if Bluebell win today, that is how many games on the hop? Uh, Thirty-five unbeaten at home. We'll hopefully make it this evening. So without putting the commentators' course on it, I think it was day. September seventeen. Cherry Orchard one 0 was the last home defeat for the Sunday side. That's a fair, fair good result, and it's actually. It's a lovely view we have here. We're going to try and put pictures up on Twitter later on if I remember to take photos. So you can see, you can see the whole pitch. It's nice and dry. Exactly what you want. No wind. Oh, it's a nice evening for a game. It's one of those midweek nights where you're just in from work, getting ready for a match, and you're buzzing for it. You'd be thinking about a midweek game all day. So I actually, I don't know much of the background to this game. So what's your sport score predictions before this kicks off? I'm going Bluebell 3-2. I'm going to go with a conservative 1-0 Bluebell. I hope it's not 1-0. <laughs> At yeah. least you have something to watch. I think it'll be 1-0 as well, but I was hoping for a 3-2. Although I, I like the look Kevin Kelly Carr seems to up for it. I'm so, yeah, we're uh, rushing to get this set up, we were thinking we were going to make kick-off, and now we're sitting here waiting for the ball to kick off with yeah. not very much to say. Oh, the net. Keeper's fixing the net. Yeah, what did you think of um, the under seventeens? Did you see the the under seventeens when they were playing in, and the, they were playing against Jesus? Who were they playing against? Was it Croatia or Belgium? Belgium, Belgium was last and time he got sent off. Oh, the he that, was the that was the second game. The centre half jumped in the deck. Yeah, for no no touching him at all. Got him sent off. Yeah, poor form. What do you think of his reaction? Throwing the jersey around. Ah, look, it's. I have no issue I think with you it. have to take into consideration the age. He got a lot of abuse over that, throwing the jersey around. I've yeah, seen a good too much. people sticking up for him. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, you're playing for your country and it's a massive game and he's still a young lad, he's a lot to learn. But it's, it's a bigger game than most of us have ever played. Yeah. Ireland, under-17s, bigger game than we've ever played. I don't know if there's anybody on the pitch there that's represented Ireland. I don't know if you know, do you? Um, Keith Quinn would have at, at youth level, yeah. Um, we just kicked off there. I'm not too sure. Um, I think Carl Forsyth did at amateur level. He played for the college Irish team as well. At college, yeah, yeah. University games. 
Yeah, I just think anybody having a go at them for throwing the jersey around is I, I just think, doesn't I know think, what they're talking I about. Think, I don't think it's a, I don't think it was out of disrespect. I think no. it was out of frustration. No, but sure, I'm not going to play. He's only game. 16. He's seen many footballers on telly lose the rag and throw the jersey around and give out to their managers when they get sent off. It yeah. was just a reaction. It was definitely not out of disrespect to the jersey. Did, did you notice that the uh, the fella who was walking with him one day? I don't think he was a coach, but whatever he was, he sprinted back after the jersey. Yeah, well, he, he probably didn't want. But there was about five kids who kind of went to, to, get, it, to get the top. Yeah, had a little giggle at that. Yeah, like, sure, they are letting them Well, the first thing I thought of was uh, the whole rigmarole about the women's team, remember? Oh, saying yeah, Having yeah. to swap the gear, gear and all, so yeah. saying, obviously the... Getting tracksuits at uh, the airport. The poor strings are obviously still very tight at the FEI, having to hold on to the jersey. So. Well, it's, it's either that or, on the other hand, he didn't want that jersey ending up on ebay or something and that kid's first ever yeah, yeah. or that that irish jersey well, he want, wanted him to take a home surely them jerseys i think do they not have the little the, the, the stitch on them yeah, as well they've like whatever game it or is. the flag yeah, yeah so yeah. they can't be reused yeah. so he probably wanted him to take a home yeah, regardless of how it ended for maybe it was. yeah uh, look I, I think some people made a little bit more than it was it was frustration in in a very important game it's, i've seen worse reactions so he's He's playing for his country. It's a massive game. He's he's been sent off when this when the team needs him, and he's he's obviously felt and he's like, done absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah, and the, the decision obviously was poor as well. Like I think that's clear. Um, the referee was slightly conned into it. So, Oops. but yeah, look, it is what it is. He learned from it, and unfortunately, unfortunately, the the team gone out now. So yeah, to... well, hopefully he does better in the future. But you know what? That could turn out really well for him now because. He's the only player I remember from the tournament, not in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, but it well, is like I didn't follow the tournament at all. But I know who he is. Yeah, well they do say not no, that I know his name. No offhand. such thing as bad press, is there? Yeah, well that's it. At least clubs might see that, and he might do well out of that. I see a lot of uh, talk was about James Forlong. Yeah, James Forlong plays for. He made his debut for Shamrock Rovers, I think, just a week before the tournament started. That's and right. And then he. He ended up, I think he set up the goal last night against Belgium with a great free kick, but he's seen a lot of players for his set pieces and stuff. Yeah, I think he had an assist on the for, in the first game as, as well, well, and I, I, I think he might have actually got man of the match. Was that the first or the second game anyway? But yeah, excellent. Obviously, look, it's great to see young lads playing for your, for their mm. country and doing really well, and then obviously playing in the league as well. We I was, we, we were talking off air just beforehand about the, the youth and the club in Bluebell, mm. and there was five players that were under the age of 17 last night that finished the game, the last half an hour of the Saturday team. It's That's excellent to see, you know, especially at senior level, I know. Um, it, it, it's difficult for them physically. They probably haven't matured or um, developed into what you want just yet, but it's excellent to get get a half an hour at senior level. That'll, that'll stand to them oh, in the long run. Yeah. Brilliant. I think it's even more impressive the fact that you, you don't have many kids teams I know you've linked them with not committing yeah 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 we haven't we haven't really taken advantage of that that um that link up yet yeah. but um hopefully over the, the num- next few years we'll we'll start to see that developing we had the under 16s teams uh, players they had they were actually training with us on Tuesday and oh, Thursday yeah. this week so like they're walking away buzzing after training with the first team, you know, and yeah. hopefully that'll that'll encourage them to want to play here on a Sunday, um, or on a Saturday when when they they go into men's football, you know. No, definitely, yeah. I think it's good to have that stepping stone 
or you can like for, when you get to kind of seven days eight days Sorry, it's, that's good to have an, it's good to have kind of a, a pathway I suppose yeah. for players to go on and then it's good for your own club as well because you're never short of players then and things yeah. like that yeah, you need to you need to have like the players need to have an affiliation to the club from a young age to to really get a, a value out of them, you know. And yeah, no, it, I really believe that. Again, yeah. hopefully that will happen over the next few years with, with the with the link up with Nakmin. So this is Bluebell's second corner of the game. The first one was cleared away there a few minutes ago, and oh, they're looking to go one 0 up. Nothing special so far in the game, but um, bit more Bluebell, I think, than. Yeah, quite enough start. start Bit of possession. Here we go. Back post in, cleared off the line. Yeah. Now quite enough start, but um, it's it's one of those games where like the result probably doesn't um, impact the standings on the league. So second last game, um, the only sort of thing that we have is, and I said, hopefully not commentators' course, but it's the home record that we're playing for tonight. So. I know it's not a hell of a lot. It's a small consolation in the bigger scheme of things. It's been a poor campaign for us. Um, but Where do you think you went wrong? Or Ah, look. Crumlin have been excellent in fairness to them. And, and Colester have had a great season. They've, 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 they've stepped on again. They were really close uh, the last few years. But Crumlin have, have really like set the benchmark this yeah. year. And obviously firstly congratulations to them on the league um, they wrapped it up last week with a couple of games to go which is always nice Yeah. Um, the intermediate final to look forward to tomorrow and it's been a great season you know but from, from our own standards we were really disappointed this year we didn't play the football that we'd like to we had a lot of lads missing and I know it's, it's always seen as an excuse but when you're, when you're losing top quality players that we had it's very difficult yeah it's hard if you don't replace what you've lost again. yeah yeah very difficult but um now the lads that the lads that have come in and it's it's been a lot of changes into the squad and um it just didn't work it just didn't work for for one reason or another we've yeah. we've been really successful for the last four or five years and um, lost out on four in a row by just goal difference um but mocked us actually yeah. uh two years ago so very very close but what can you do? You know, it's it's Crumlin's turn this year, and and I suppose they're they're getting the they're getting the um the plaudits this year, and rightly so. Yeah, no, I agree with that. They have been good. I've seen them a few times. Yeah, like or actually, believe it or not, um, I was it's once crazy. a regular down in Pierce Park, and uh, just normally when there's no Bluebell game on, I just go down to the next best game. And yeah. Normally it's it's Crumlin. You get a good game down in Pierce Park. Mm. But I haven't been down to them this this year at all. I've only seen them twice, and that was the two games against Bluebell. Yeah. And How long have uh, you been with Bluebell? Uh, this I think this is my. We were trying to do the maths there the other day. I think this is my tenth, tenth ninth season, something like that. It's, or it's, it's it's a long time anyway. Yeah. It's way too long in some people's eyes, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah a, a long time. What would you say is your fondest memories of playing with Bluebell? Fondest memory. Um, Definitely the first league title because it was 15, 14, 15, 15, yeah, 14, 15. Um, we were just second best for so long to that excellent Crumlin team. Yeah. They just dominated for a few years, and I think in my first five seasons, four or five seasons, I think I had a runners up medal in every single one of them. I think we came second in the league in every yeah. season, and it was just devastating. and I, the season I I signed I, I um we won it I actually nearly signed for Crumlin believe it or not really? that season yeah and I said ah look I'll give it another crack 
and thankfully, thankfully it worked out, you know. But um, Asher, look, it's that, that that's definitely one of me my best achievements. Just getting yeah. the monkey off the back because it was so long before the club had won it. I think it was twenty nine years or twenty eight years since the previous league title. So it was great for everyone in the club involved and. The, the group of players that we had, had we'd been together three or four years so it was a good reward yeah. for that as well that's definitely the the highlight of, of, of that anyway you played in Scotland did you? yeah I was over there in t- for two years what um, was that like? it was it was good yeah it was It's I suppose it's everyone's sort of dream when you're growing up as a kid playing yeah. football you, you want to become a professional football and, footballer and I, I was lucky enough to get two years at it and uh through one 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 uh, reason or another, it, it kind of didn't work out. Uh, mainly down to my own faults, if you wish. Right. Um, acting the maggot a small bit, but yeah, I came home after the second year and and, and signed actually for for away, so I'd never kicked the ball, and uh, went to uh, Bluebell then in the in the last day the the transfer window, and. Have a look been, back. Been, been here since. Well, with the off, ex- with the exception of one year, I, I was um, I went to to Bowles, played for a season with with Bowles. That was great experience. And yeah. then, obviously, with the the mixture of the leagues, um, the Bluebell were halfway through their season when when we finished up. And instead of coming back, I actually went to um, Sandy for United in the United United Churches League. Oh yeah. So that was yeah. So Touch and base were out there. Yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah adding another string to me ball. You know, it was, it was to be honest with you, it was it was a, a team that my mates had set up um, a couple of years beforehand, and they were absolutely hounding me all the time to play. And I think they they were slagging like me signing from from a league of Ireland side Bohemians to go to the you know like George's league yeah. was 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 uh, probably unheard of. Yeah, it was gathering a bit of bit of headlines if you wish or a bit of talk but it was actually funny at the time it was um it was very enjoyable actually to be honest with you it, playing with your mates obviously it's it's one of the things you always want to do but um yeah I, I could only stick it for six months <laughs> <laughs> yeah was uh changing at the side of the pitch not not for you no look i without sounding like a big time charlie i think um I, 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 it's not for me. It's not for me. Like I think sometimes you can't, uh, you can't knock it and change in the soil. The pitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when else can you get in your jocks in the middle of a park and not get in trouble? Yeah. Well, that's it as well. But um, no, it's it, it, it was good. It was enjoyable when I, when when I was doing it. In fairness, and and all that, we were very successful actually at the time. We had a really good team, and. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was it was a good six months. We still laugh about it's it now. Experience, yeah, we, it's we all see. about gaining experience. Yeah, that's it. And and I actually it was my first taste of management as well because I took, I was player manager for the team. So right, and uh, you were successful. Yeah, we we were re- we were really good actually. We we um we we won the Richard Knight I think. Um, there was a semi final of the the um challenge cup is that what it's called that's yeah that sounds about and right. um i think we were second in the league we we threw the league away i think um so, but you, so you came from bowls to the ucfl and <laughs> didn't win the league yeah 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 i got a bit of stick for that that's probably why they didn't want me back <laughs> <laughs> and what, what do you think of all the clubs now moving to the lsl from the aul what's what's your take on that um, look, with, with, with no offence to, to any team and or, or uh, person that's uh, involved in the AOL, the, the Leinster Senior League is certainly the place to be at the moment. If they're doing things the right way, um, they're really attractive to clubs. 
they they really look after their teams. Um, and again, I'm not saying that the, the AUL. I don't know enough about the AUL and the and the members within within the AUL. So I don't. I'm not. I'm not having a pop at them. I'm just saying, I can only speak from my own experience with the LSL that it it seems definitely to be the the place to be for teams, and it's the more attractive sort of league to be in because you know you you're playing against like really big big clubs week in week out and all you have to do is look at each table across the leagues um, I don't know how many bloody leagues there is in the LSL but every single one of them bar a couple are very competitive right to the last game yeah. so between the fixture secretaries setting up the right fixtures and the the, the leagues the teams that are involved in those leagues it, it's, it's definitely the place to be because I don't think there's many leagues decided too soon in the season no, Where? definitely, you know, I, yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I, like, I, I was know. only shocked that the UCFL have won fixture secretary for all their leagues. Soon to be none, he's looking to, uh, get, to get out of the position now and they're looking for someone else to take over. It, so It's one of those roles that I wouldn't do it, I don't think, for all the money in the world because I'm, I'm assuming that their phone is hopping as soon as the Herald Striker released the fixtures on a Sunday evening. Oh, 100%. Because, oh, do, you not, do you not remember I asked for that weekend off or I've got a wedding and lads are away or stags or whatever? I wouldn't do it for no, all the money it, in the world. It is a high level of planning and organising, yeah. in fairness. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's why like people ask, why can't we have our fixtures in advance? That's the reason why, because if you set out with even three months, the amount of games that actually wouldn't go take place... Yes. It would just turn into a fire. So yeah. I feel sympathy for the, the secretaries in that sense. Um, it, don't get me wrong, it can be frustrating when you're travelling to mad places on a Wednesday evening or you know you get caught in the M50 like, like we did tonight. But look, that's that's just part and parcel of amateur football, isn't it? Playing during the week, so you're going to have to take it. Yeah, in fairness, you know they don't they don't send you that far regularly. There, there might be a game where you have to go across. Yeah, Dublin, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But they do say. If we if we don't have to send you there, we won't. Exactly, yeah. They don't. They're not sitting there deliberately trying to no. say, "Look, we're going to send Bluebell to out to Cholester or Malahoyd on a Wednesday or a Monday or whatever it is." Now, ironically enough, we're there next Thursday, <laughs> but but there, that's a late kickoff. It's a late kickoff, yeah. and it's the last game of the season. So that's a good through ball by Muktas there into the box. Uh, he's covered. Kenny Carr. Got a corner. Well I just say some of the football that Bluebell have been playing out from the back has actually been. It's very, very good. It's and very good to Key watch Quinn, him. Just looking Key at the Quinn, game. Key Quinn has... Oh, short corner. Oh, oh, oh You're have to go after that ball. That's Key Quinn has been pulling strings. Uh, for the boards. In, in the middle of the park. Himself yeah. and number eight. Gavin, is it? Is it number eight? Uh, number eight. Who's number eight? He's a banger. Don't mind that. Move on. <laughs> Where is he? Oh, Jamar. Jamar, Jamar. yeah. Himself, I've been... They've been moving a lot off the ball, and I just Mopas ha- don't have any interest in no, chasing after them. It's definitely an end of season game for for Mopas by the looks of it. But um, no, the lads have been playing well, and you know we've really hit form after after Christmas. We've had some bad results. Don't get me wrong, and but but we've we've tried to play tried to play a bit of ball. The pitch has definitely helped. We've put massive improvements into the pitch. Yeah, the pitch is in great nick out there now. Massive. This is the best. I, I, I played here years ago and it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. And there was no... But I think everybody's pitch is better. Yeah. I think everyone is looking after that pitch. Everyone wants to have a nice pitch. Yeah, yeah. 
and it's and it's and it's rightly so. You have to do it. You have to do it because, like we had, I think was it a year or two ago, we had we we host the the Lanigan final here every year. Um, obviously your next ex Bluebell man, uh, David and Paddy Lanigan. But the um, jeez, I wonder what it's going to sound like at the ball hits the window. Yeah, <laughs> we'll find out. Just missed it. <laughs> and we we held a cup final here, and the pitch was actually embarrassing a few that years Bosco, ago. Bosco and Tullamore, possibly, possibly it was. I was actually embarrassed. Now last year it was. I I wouldn't really count because the summer that we had scorched the pitch. Yeah. So, but it was a couple of years before that, and I was just sitting here. It was like imagine playing a cup final on that. And uh, we we sat down and we said, in order to continue to be successful, we needed to invest in the pitch. And we have, um, the guys have been coming in and and really doing a great job. So, in, in fairness to them, uh, a lot of credit goes to them. There we go. There we go. Car for sight. Tight angle. Oh, he, he shouldn't have took a touch. Yeah. He should have just banged it. Yeah. Because he closed the angle for himself. But uh, yeah, so obviously the, the massive invest, investment in the pitch has, has paid off over the last few years, you know. Yeah, now it looks, uh, for instance, and it's um, the amount of games, because you only have one pitch, so you're playing Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You played last night, like it doesn't look like there was a game on it last night. No, and that's credit to the lads, they were out working on it this morning, you know, and uh, I think Derek came and, and visited the, to put a bit of fresh paint on it today, so yeah. No, all around, really, really impressed with how we're, we're looking. Just want to touch on your Saturday side yeah. because they're having a, a very, very good season and it looks like they're going to win the league and it looks like they're going to stop crumbling from down six in a row. I'm smiling here because I don't want to say anything <laughs> that will put... And I know, no, but I'm not going to ask you about that. I just want to ask you, what do you think has changed in terms of your Saturday side? Why, why, why this year have, have they... Why, why this year are they doing so well or what's um, well look obviously the change of management last year um, Tony and Tony and Budgie have come in to to really with a different approach um, and that's not a pop at any of the previous managers like we had with Keith Foy who's managing at Kilderman and now very close to toppling that Crumlin side a couple of years ago but Crumlin have been really dominating um, the Saturday football for the last few years and, and rightly so because they're a fantastic young team mm. And to be perfectly honest with you, we were an aging team on the Saturday. Um, we had a lot of lads that could probably play on the 35s team. Um, we had lads that just simply weren't good enough because, um, you know, we just we, we probably weren't putting enough emphasis on, on it, to be, okay. to, to be honest with you. So uh, we, we, we put a bit more emphasis on it and we got Tony and Budgie in, sat down and kind of said, this is what we need to do. And they rode in and... Yeah. Like as I said to you already, we've we've six or seven lads that have come in from Shamrock Rovers, uh, Shells, um, oh, Longford, underage, underage setup, yeah. um, 17s, like unbelievable. They've been brilliant. Do you? Uh, I know. Like I know. I, I, I had Charlo an interview with Charlo, the uh, Crumlin manager, a yeah. couple of weeks ago, and he emphasised the importance of the 19s. Right. Do you think? That's something that Bluebell would be looking at, or he's gonna look at putting a nineteens team into the not, LSF. Not just yet. So our plan is we've we've sort of a three to five year plan. We've a very good sixteens there with 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 uh, with, with our Bluebell. Yeah. So the everything bar um, the sixteens that are come across are are Bluebell not mitten by name this year. Yeah. Um, oh, here we go. But oh. our but our sixteens team have been set up as as primarily Bluebell. 
Yeah. Um, so they're playing the DDSL. So obviously they'll develop into 17s next year. We'll have another 16th then following under that. So we're going to just wait. There's no point rushing into trying to go out and build a brand new team from scratch. Yeah. We're going to wait till the lads develop up to that age. Pretty good. And and hopefully that will work out for us. Now, if somebody comes along and... With a ready-made Yeah, does, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we might look at something like so that. So there you go. If there's anyone out there... Yeah that's not happy with our DDSL club and wants to take a core group of 16 but maybe 17 even and they have 16 lads ready Bluebell are open yeah well that that I can't be held liable for tapping <laughs> up there because so, I didn't say yeah, it but no. yeah I agree so I'm putting it out there <laughs> because if you if you see the facilities that you have at your disposal uh, let's, let's talk about the facilities here you've got a great great main pitch here what are these train? Uh, we train currently up in the SDFL on Fontail Road. Um, the the long ter- longer term plan is once we we um, tie down a few things, we've got the land there, obviously at the back of the, the goal there, um, between the mound and then again even over behind the scrapyard is all ours. So the plan is um, to develop that into a training ground and an, an academy. Uh, now look, we're a long way away. We had hoped to get it done in 2020. Uh, now probably... We were a little bit naive in thinking that we would get that 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 done. Good chance here, sorry. But um, we we're we're looking at getting funds there and um, grants. We're looking to get obviously the kids involved as much as we can can for fund fundraisers and yeah. and getting a few quid up because unfortunately these type of facilities are really expensive to maintain. Um, first and foremost, having to build them is re- the most expensive part, but they're actually really expensive to maintain. This facility is expensive to maintain that we're in at the moment. I seen the I seen the plants. It's so you've you've like nine inside pitches. You've an eleven inside four G. Yeah. So like you you're really looking to push everything into the one complex. So yeah, more or less. Like you want to make a home base for yourself, yeah. and what you want is you want the kids coming up here and seeing the Saturday and Sunday side playing, and um, their dads maybe playing for the thirty fives or whatnot. Oh, goal. oh oh my god that was a chance for Muktas there just gone over the bar Dean Kelly lethal in front of the goal yeah. normally put that in in fairness 25 yards out and he's inches away the keeper will tell you he had a cover to yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, now like it's it's a long term plan for us we're not gonna we're not just gonna switch the lights on overnight and, and it's there you know yeah. but uh, that's the plan but as you can see by the facilities at the moment we're trying to make it attractive for, for players to come in and um, and, and use them that like I'll, I'll obviously show you afterwards inside the, f- the function room and stuff like that the players are starting to have their christenings and communions and confirmations for their kids in there and we're trying to make it a real family club and mm. that's something that we've probably lacked in the last few years where you know our, our members have been um, that slight bit older not really football orientated um, and we're trying to change that sort of um, demographic within the club yeah. that it's a really it's it's a really home feel about the club and you know coming down here I brought my young one uh, for the first time set down another chance for Mokdas to build a bit yeah. it's all Mokdas at the moment and great feet there but a number 7 to create that chance in the box Carl uh, Summers Carl Summers yeah mm-hmm. and um, so look that's that's the plan uh, that's the plan and, and hopefully we can stick to that and hopefully then that we can Again, it's it's a three to five year, ten year plan. You know, we have to look at the long term. It's not just about next year or the year after. We have to look at the long term. Yeah, you can hear actually. It must be underneath a, a plane route because it's the third time now a plane's gone overhead. I can hear it through the headphones. 
You'll have to uh, sound that out on the, the <laughs> editing. I'll have to edit something. We'll see how it goes. He hasn't edited one of the episodes. I've, got, so. I've, cut, <laughs> I've cut the ends out. You know, when you, when you, the time it takes to leave the mic, to press pause on the laptop. That's what I cut out, and I cut a bit at the start. But I've never, I've never edited anything else. And I don't really plan that. I like the way it kind of flows and just to see what happens. Yeah, sometimes you're just better off going off the cuff. So. Do you think... Do you think... Uh, oh, Lionel... Nobody else seen it. Do you are. think uh, Lewis and Town, the likes of Tony Griffiths, to the Saturday to management has maybe hampered? Uh, yeah, no. Tony came to us last year and, and kind of voiced that he wasn't able to do. He suffers with his with his uh, with his body. You know, he's he's uh, he won't thank me for saying this, but he's getting older now. <laughs> but. Uh, He's still a fantastic player, don't get me wrong, but obviously his recovery time is that little bit greater where, yeah. you know, to play it at this top level is, is taking its toll on him. We we have used him probably too much this year. Right. Um, for the Sundays, I mean, um, when we've been stuck. And that's the sort of position we've been in this year where we've had to rely on Tony coming back in. Even myself, like I, I, I had kind of gone into semi-retirement from the start of the season. Yeah. And not that... not. I plan on coming back at some stage. It's just injuries again and kind of taking its toll. I needed a season off, but I've been, I've played, I've had to play after since Christmas when Adam signed for Bray. Yeah, um, which that's another credit to to yourselves, I suppose, and Skingo. Yeah, Skingo, Skingo yeah. He's, he's taken all the credit. Yeah, has he taken? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. He deserves it, man, because he got him, he got Adam ready for Bray. And for the League of Ireland, so ah no, look, Skingo's great. He's a football man, you know. He's been around a million years, and everyone knows him. He's the, he's out at every game as much as he can. Yeah, do you know what I love about Skingo? I was talking to him. It was at the start of the season, and he's a big, a big Transport FC fan, and he had some toys with the club years ago. But he, we were talking about, we were talking about, uh, we had, we had a game coming up on the Sunday, and he he said, oh, you're down to play for half two and I said no no we play at two o'clock and next of all he took a shaving of the newspaper out of his pocket with all the fixtures on it that's him pointing pointing out the time and I said well look that's a, a typo so make sure you're up at two o'clock and in fairness to him he yeah. was yeah he's a madman like I, I used to be sitting at home on the couch watching the telly Friday night and he ring me at half ten eleven o'clock at night and he'd say yeah Newbridge drill with fucking league slip or something <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> yeah, he's just such a football yeah. man, you know, he loves it. Um it's great to have him here involved. Um no, he's he's a good lad to have around in fairness. No, I agree with that. I'm just I have a couple of questions here that I'm not getting through most of them. Who's the best player you've played with down in Blueba? Not to um, put you on the spot. <laughs> no, I it's not at all and it's to be honest with you, it's a very easy answer. I was expecting him to be under the window here, but it, he's not. Um Sean Gleason. Sean Gleeson, he's yeah. uh, played last night and for the Saturday side, he, he's he's sort of retired now. He's over there at the dugout, I think. Uh, yeah, possibly, possibly. My eyesight is brutal, so. But uh, he went to the. I seen him play against Shells. He played right full, I think. Yeah, that's that's yeah. yeah. Um, seen him a couple of times. Can play midfield, right full. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's, he's just the most. Here we go. The window. Ah, very close. Very close. <laughs> that ball's gone. It must cost you a fortune on footballs here. That's the third one I've counted that's gone, and two of them landed on roofs. Well, that was another addition that we had in the summer, so you'll see the new ball stopping it around the pitch. Hasn't done much. <laughs> but in fairness, they've cleared them. That's because of Mock this shooting. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but um, now the the ball stop nets have come in this this summer, so they has saved us a few quid. I'd say they've nearly paid for themselves going by the stats think, in this game. I think so, yeah. Well, at seventy quid a match ball, yeah, we're in trouble most most years. Like you can see over the the, the far side there, seeing the oh, you're between them, yeah. There's a yeah. there's a fair few balls there. Fair few of them, Jesus the, the landlord of that property won't let us get gain access to to get them. So oh really? Yeah. So if anyone's listening, don't use his business, whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> he makes match balls. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, now it's it, it's Sean Gleeson, hands down. Back to that that point. Yeah. I don't wanna, I don't want to scare over that. He's he's brilliant. Um, such a nice bloke. That just adds to it. Talented. Brilliant. Is he coming? Don't, is he coming to the end? Or, yeah. 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 He only came to us, I think, when he was he was early twenties. And he's he's again getting on a bit now. I think he's he's mid thirties. I think that's probably what you were talking about with with the squads that yeah. he hadn't put in the past. Kind of I looked at the year the year yeah. last year when we won it. I think the average age was definitely one of the the the, the biggest, mm. um, one of the oldest in the league. I think we were, we were well over thirty um, average age last year, and that that, that takes its yeah, toll you need, after you need a few years. The you mix, know. don't you? You do. I think Crumlin have nailed that. Yes, this year, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. With, there's some with. fantastic players like James Lee and all coming back from Collinstown, and you know, um, just J- James Lee is looking the fist that he's ever looked at. He is, in fairness, yeah. He's he's, uh, he's 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 had another good season, and that's that's that experience. Like I'm not I'm not being funny. Like the experience that you get on on the pitch in Leinster Senior League Senior Sunday, yeah. it's invaluable. Yeah, it is invaluable I when think- when you can actually utilize it. But yeah. he has young lads that are going to do the running around him. Yeah. Do you well, know what I mean? They, they saw in that Christmas, they saw in John Sullivan, yeah. who could have, who, who had, I'm sure, a lot of suitors from the League of Ireland, yeah. and only for him doing a college course, Yeah. Uh, he decided to, to come back to Crumlin. And he was he was there when they won the Intermediate and the Aviva, I think it was against Tolka, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think it might be um, right there, yeah. And again, in that midfield, it was him, James Lee, and Jay Rowe. Yeah. So a wealth of experience, and then I suppose this year they've the likes of uh, Jake Donnelly up front. Yeah, Jake. Fantastic. Uh, season. I know when Mick was doing the podcast, he was harping on about Jake, and in fairness to him, he's pulling out big goals nearly every game. He scored the winner in the semi-final. Yeah, I think most most uh, Twitter updates you see his name. Or yeah. Alan, Mc- Alan McGrail, I think, has, has had another he's fantastic probably one, season. Probably one of the best players in the league. Ah, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's brilliant. I've, I've uh, played with him a couple of times in the representative sides, and he's mm. been another great lad. Then uh, you have the likes of Craig Welch, who left Crumlin, signed for Bray, and then had trouble with getting his tour de euro or whatever. Pushed <laughs> and had to come back. Yeah, ah, look, it, it's it, Craig's good enough to play in the league, no doubt. And, Few of the Crumlin lads, I'd be really surprised if um, if they don't go and have a little crack at League of Ireland. Probably the likes of Jake and. Uh, well, Jake was with Shells, and I think he fell out all over it. And he signed for Ranger. He was actually player manager for Ranger. I think he was only yeah. eighteen player managing them. Yeah, you um, see, a lot of lads, a lot of lads don't actually realise the commitment that League of Ireland sides want you to. Like when I was at Bowes, I w- worked and lived in Sandyford. I had to travel across the M50, which is a car park most yeah. nights. I was leaving work at half four, which didn't go down well with my boss. Work, leaving work at half four to get across, to be still late for training, to be fucking slaughtered then for being late, probably dropped the following week. And 
you're you're one they want you to do that three nights a week. Yeah. They want you to do maybe um a Monday, Wednesday, Friday then obviously if there's a game. Well Friday you have to get off at eleven or not yeah. go in at all if yeah. if you are playing away. And there's like, a lot a lot of travelling, like I don't think people realise the amount of travel. Yeah, and, and let's be honest with you, it's you're not doing it for the money. No. It, it actually cost me to play for balls that season, um, through diesel and tolls and, and time. So you know it's you're not doing it for the money, um you do it for the experience and it was a great experience. I got to play um I got to play some really, really big games, yeah. rovers. Nice games. grounds and stuff like that. It was just it's a it's a nice thing to to, to yeah. be able to I have, think, you know. In fairness, I think it's nowadays especially it's a younger man's league. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I was laughing at because Or else or else you're in the full time game where Yeah. You know, you can be more experienced, but but getting a full time wage now. The full time wage isn't still gonna set you up for life or anything. No, there's but, only I think a select number of clubs in the Aircom League now that are. Yeah. Yeah, making five hundred, six hundred good a week. I, I have to correct you on that. I actually work for the the league sponsor, so it's the SSE Electricity League. Sorry. So they'll they'll <laughs> they, they can't they can't say anything tomorrow for yeah. for not pulling you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, uh, apologies. Aircom is gone. I think or just air now, is it? Yeah. <laughs> getting, they're getting Eric sealed. Have you? Have a chance oh. there for Muktas? Get over. And it's it. The crossbar. It's gone over. It could have. Um, that could have been a a nail in thirty-five games. Yeah. Oh no! We're after putting the mockers on it, aren't we? <laughs> the mockers on it. Yeah. yeah, no, so they've got a con- I caught it was, it was the block. Yeah, no, it was a block onto the crossbar. I think the keeper spilled it a little. Yeah, Alex again, 16 years of age. Unbelievable. What a talent. He's going he's gonna to go places. He's, um, I see him every week training, and he's just getting better. Getting his, better and better. His hands for 16 are frightening. Absolutely frightening. In fairness to him, he doesn't look 16. No, he doesn't. He's the, he's the physique. He definitely... Uh, he needs to fill out up a small bit, yeah, but um, but he has the length. Yeah. Other than that, he has everything. He has everything that he needs to at sixteen. Oh, referee, let them play. When they go inside, you can tell the games. They're getting really <laughs> interesting there. Yeah, it's if Marcus and Fairness are after coming into it, they they've a lot more possession and the lads are starting to pick up. It's um, some great football out there. Some great one touch football as well out of um, out of Bluebell. Just. All around in Mock the South playing the one touch football. It, it's not coming off the whole time, but they keep trying it and no. it's great to watch. No, we've we've tried to introduce a little bit more um a different dimension to our game. We were historically sort of battered for always being a long ball team and a physical team and like look it, it, for as much criticism that you get, it, it won us three three league titles, you yeah. know. So, you know, just but we we play some good stuff when we need to or when we when we can, but um Sometimes there's a, a a time and a place that you you play football and then you you have to go along as well. So is that uh, Luke Rossler? Yeah, Definitely. Luke. Yeah, we yeah. know is his uh, uncle or yeah, I think his uncle plays for us. Oh really? Rossi, yeah. Yeah, he's no, on he's, the, he's on the transfer list for transport. <laughs> <laughs> he's Rossi. mad enough to probably sign for you, but uh, <laughs> yeah, nah, no. Look, Luke has come in. He's he's sort of had a shaky start to the season. He yeah. wasn't really playing that much. He was coming off the bench. But he's found his feet and again. Another young lad, like he's well. Like, when I say young, he's much younger than me. But I think he's twenty, twenty-one years of age. So, like again, you're looking through that team. There's not that many young lads on the pitch tonight. Yeah. But we've a few that are coming through. So hopefully that'll start to 
the th- two wingers are young well they look yeah look it's young. Sean Quinn over the far side I think I'm not too sure now but he is only a young lad uh, Luke Rossett are there the rest are sort of season pros at this stage yeah look I remember even years ago when well, it was a long long time ago when I was with Crumlin playing Saturday and we'd be up around them with the first team and stuff and out in games but there was no there was no young lads playing that's yeah. a great ball in by sorry sorry I'm cutting you across no, no, <laughs> that was probably a fa- that fantastic Crumlin team though um, uh, like the, it was Tony Tony Griffiths was yeah, playing yeah, yeah Derek Griffin uh, Derek Griffin like it's, Paul McCabe yeah, not, yeah I don't think any of them were younger than 29 the the Crumlin team from 2009 10 to 14 probably yeah. were uh, like probably the best intermediate side ever mm. it kills me to say that but as a blue man, man but now credit where it's due yeah. we we just could not get near them I was only mentioning on uh, James Lee put a status up ahead of the game tomorrow I think he scored in the intermediate final in 2010 11 it was against was it, yeah. uh, Avondale ah, that's right, it was yeah. the last time they played Avondale yeah. so uh, like that team was unbelievable you just look at the, 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 the picture that he put up on, on uh, Facebook and Instagram like fantastic players yeah no but they they were good and another, again another good mix I suppose I suppose that's what most clubs are looking for now it's to have that oh, oh no oh. just giving it away last mocked us through one on one with the keeper big save oh well done Alex has, Alex has pulled me there in fairness of he's backed you up yeah we're just talking a big game that was a super save yeah so we had Luke Rossler on the ball the Sent a half after splitting and he's gone to torn into a player and he's nicked it off him. That's why I do not like midfielders playing at the back because they have no concept of what the the uh, consequence to try a nutmeg a centre forward. He did try a nutmeg him, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so, and that was Luke uh, that went on then. I'm Luke, Kelly. Luke, Luke Kelly. Luke Kelly, yeah. Another fantastic player. He was away in England, I think, not too long ago, or maybe Wales. No, I think he was playing up the north, wasn't oh, he? Oh, was up the north, was yeah, it? Yeah, up the north. And he's back now with Moctis, but he went in one on one. Went for the far corner and Alex, the goalkeeper, 16. He's not going to hit. Ooh. Moctis putting the pressure on now, yeah. fairness. Yeah, need to just see it through. Yeah. Um, probably close to half time now. So. We wouldn't be far off. You were 42 minutes into this and we started about three or four minutes before half time. So. Another six or seven left. and uh, You'll probably be getting a lot of criticism from your listeners this week. Very um, LSL heavy, but. Well, look, oh, good, that's where we're watching LSL game, doesn't it? Yeah, well, look, you, uh, hopefully someone from another league can invite us band. down and no. invite us down and talk about their bits and bobs. You know, yeah, we were, we we were going to go to the AUL, but there was no one left. <laughs> oh no, you'd, you'd be slaughtered for that one. <laughs> oh, you can't say that. The AUL, uh, AUL, AUL committee. They know. They know. I'm only joking. If there's anybody left to give out to us, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, look. It, Going back on that point, it's it's this it's it's obviously disappointing to see the amateur football in in Ireland has been great for years and um it's in my own opinion it's been slightly declining across the board anyway I think the standard definitely has um sorry just I think the standard has because I think the in like the what's the word I'm looking for the 
the interest in it across the board. The, I think that's I think that's in football across. Yeah. The board. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah. I don't mean just specifically to 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 the LSL or the AOL yeah. or anything. I just think that the commitment of players is next to oh, it's nothing gone. at yeah. the moment. Like you have lads. I remember when we started. I still don't miss training. Believe it or not, but. I'm waiting trying a hell of a lot it's a great but ball I'm number nine's true again Kenny, Kenny Carr another one on one with the keeper and oh, he doesn't do it this time that. it's one nil Moctis that was coming in fairness that so was, a, was a corner corner cut by the keeper then and he broke quick adventurous ball straight up to the striker he held it up played a great ball through and one on one with the keeper slots at home it's criminal criminal coming from our corner criminal yeah it was a I didn't think he was going to actually play that ball into the striker he two people are the yeah, the striker. Sorry, he had two people on him. Yeah, held the ball up for him, played him through. Simple football, won there. Dean Kelly just showed a bit of experience, and then a willing runner like Kenny Carr. When he gets going and destroyed, he's very, very hard to stop. Yeah, and I think he learned from Luke uh, Kelly's miss because yeah, instead of low. yeah, instead of going high, he he just slotted it under him. Yeah, it's a good finish in fairness, but it's it's absolutely criminal on our part to to to, to concede from our corner. Yeah, um, yeah. Credit where it's due though was a good break in fairness to to Craig Hoyland and goal. His kicking is brilliant, and he didn't just kick it anywhere. Yeah, he no, we did pick it out. Pick, he picked though. it out. Lad, you just must got a team sheet or something. I'm sitting here no, saying sorry. numbers, and you just have names. <laughs> Unfortunately, with being so long in the league, you do get to know people yeah. too well. Who do you um who who do you think's playing good so far? I've picked out two players that I think are playing really well, but um Keith Quinn here on the ball. Yeah, number six, yeah, I was gonna say he's, that. He's man the match so far. And um yeah, number six has been chasing everything down. Number seven as well, don't know their names, but I'm sure you do. Seven is uh, Sean Quinn. Sean Quinn, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, no, Dean Kelly has started lively for Moctis. um it's got quite a nice ball down the wheel, yeah. wing for we can't really Bluebell now, a copy the glare. I think you would have built this a bit better, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Bad angle. Who did you get your glass from? <laughs> JK Glass. <laughs> Little plug. Thanks very much for the, for the help. Yeah, do you reckon there's many other clubs? No, I haven't been to many LSL clubs, but do you reckon there's any other clubs that have this kind of view? And it, like the boardroom looks over at the... The pitch here, we've got a great view. Yeah, there's there's a couple um Talca sorry, yeah, Talca yeah. have it out in Frank Cook and Bally Mun have a great setup. Um I'm trying to think now, what else? Talca have a nice a nice uh, you can sit in the bar balcony. and have a look out, nice balcony. Yeah, and then yeah, that's Bally Mun have a, a brand new State of the Art. Yeah, bar. That's, yeah. I, I, they got a funding from somewhere, I think. For that it. was John Delaney, wasn't it? Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually heard it was a, a member, I think, came into a few was of it? And, and yeah, like obviously he's a club man, so yeah. he, uh, he, he no, invested I, in the club. I remember, so. like it, I remember seeing the photo and then didn't know it was related to a football club and then found out it was Ballymore. Oh, it looks, it, in fairness, it looks, it, yeah. it looks the tops now, you know. Um, I'm, I'm a bit jealous, you know, because I, I, I do sort of. We do claim that we have good facilities here. Even though they are a little bit dated, we try and give them a lick of paint and a new new pane of glass maybe yeah. every now and again. But um, yeah, look, we, it, it's it's something that we're we're looking to improve on all the time. We are looking at the, the likes of a viewing gallery. We got the the new stand just to the left there yeah. installed that that you know people can stand there and watch the game without getting lashed on. Here we go. Oh, lucky good play again Sean from but uh, yeah, I know it, it, the facilities are improving across yeah. the the place. But 
at the same time you can only you can only do so much well like at a at, sh- a, at, a, at a pace if, you, if you're involved at any way I'm now at a, at a board level and a player and I know what you have to do to get a sponsor is like blood from a stone because nobody wants to sponsor a football team anymore or at least I'm possibly contacting the wrong people but it's next to impossible to get someone to actually give you something like, and anything you do get it goes to a new set of jerseys or pays for the Astro or or what not you know yeah. no, I'm, I'm involved in the committee with, with transport and we like up until Christmas we were nearly living off week to week I yeah. we spoke about this before yeah. and then we kind of had a Christmas raffle and things like that and then that kind yeah. of boosted the account a little bit but then sure you're it's, paying for midweek Astros and, and it goes yeah, fairly quickly yeah, exactly, it goes yeah. fairly quickly because you know I think a home game here costs us between referees um, obviously staff um, physios bits and bobs you're probably talking the goods of 300 euro and that's home, just every home game senior Sunday yeah and you charge five in at the gate and the many's here tonight not great you know there's a lot of kids but you don't charge them in what did we make on the gate maybe 100 quid you're getting tenner subs off lads it's very very tough and people don't realise that and that's the sort of stuff that we try and emphasise um, from a you know trying to get the club up to where we need to be obviously it's nice to have a healthy bank balance but I don't think there's many clubs out there that do no sure. I think it's cost. it costs roughly 22,000 for a season in the top lens of senior league roughly yeah. probably more yeah, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't disagree with that that's, based on what, what our yeah. sort of outcomes are that's yeah. like that's probably bare bounds that mightn't be getting a new kit yeah do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. throwing in on top of that and little bits and bobs yeah. like you're talking about sponsorships you really have to try and pull pull, pull people in and get them involved like we were lucky enough uh, we're getting two, two uh, kit sponsors at the start of, of this season because we didn't have a kit yeah um, the manager's looking at me going what is he doing up there he's on the car <laughs> <laughs> just in case Alex is injured yeah we just we just hit half time here in Bluebell um, Muktus 1 Bluebell 0 um, we're going to jump into a little audio clip we have just to break the show up yeah. suggestion we're going to follow on and then we might talk a little bit about what you think the best fundraisers are for our club and see how we go from there so I'm going to jump in with the first little audio clip we see how it goes Got the forfeit, Ted. Oh, God. Dick said it was an extra special forfeit because you were such a big cheating bastard. <laughs> All right, open it, open it. Yeah. The tension is killing me. Ah, don't worry, Ted. He probably just wants you to clean his car or something. What is it? <laughs> Break it to me gently. All right, Ted. By this time next week, you have to... What? You have to... Bishop Brennan up the arse! Uh, Aaron Ash up front. So, we're back in again and just talking about how expensive it is to run a club. 22,000 for um, yeah, an MSL club a year? Well, that's we, that's we, a lot of money. To date, we've spent about 18,000 since... May last year. And and where does your money come from? Obviously, I'm involved with Albury as well. Our numbers aren't that big, but we're not struggling. We've been we've been good enough to have sponsors there. We have 
deals done with Sacred Heart as well. We use them for training and for matches for our first team. Our second team is playing off a council pitch. We get changed on the side of the road. It's it does the job. Well, it's it's in the park, but it's it's also the side of the road. It doubles. Mm-hmm. You've got a bit of both. Um, Good concrete there for sitting on pats and stuff. It is. We have a wall as around around it as well. It, um, for when it's raining. <laughs> yeah, it stops the uh, stops the cars going up on the pitch. But they can they can go around the other side if they want where there's no wall. But they haven't done that yet, so it's not too bad. Um, we have decent sponsors, so the local Super Value give us a few quid. They sponsor training tops. I don't think I'm wearing one yet. No, it's no sponsor on that one. Sorry, it's a bad plug in it. <laughs> Some of them have a sponsor, not this one. Um, we the, the local pub, Ahern's. Obviously, you can't get a pub here because you have one. So that kind of eliminates a, a, a pub kind of sponsoring you. That's kind of we have that yeah, advantage because we, we go to the pub after the game and then they the give stand. us a few quid. Yeah. But you just go back to your bar. But I suppose you make the profit off the points that adds by then. That's probably always the biggest pull for for sponsors is that they get some value out of it. You know, it's very it's very difficult to ask someone for money for nothing. And you can see, like we've got we've got obviously pitch side signs now. We've nowhere near as many as we want, but um, you know we've got EMS who. Been brilliant to us this year, and you know we've we've multiple multiple um, sponsors. It's just that unfortunately they're only small, um, and and even though we're really really thankful for them, they, they only go so far. We need to just continue to get it as much as we possibly can. And I don't think people actually realise how how difficult it is to run a football club nowadays because you've just so many overheads, there's so many expenses throughout the year. Like we've to keep that pitch in the condition that it is costs you thousands upon thousands a year to make yeah. sure it stays in that condition it doesn't just you don't just do it once and then, and then that's it yeah I think it's difficult to find the right sponsors that kind of fit in because it has to be um, good for everybody involved a symbiotic relationship is what you is what you call that to be a nerd yeah Yeah. but um, so we have like the likes of Smart Floor and sponsor us and he fits wooden floors. Any of the lads looking for wooden floors go to him. Exactly. We advertise him to our Facebook, which has a lot of people see that as well. And I'm sure he's got a fair few jobs out of us. Um, Hearn's old bond. We go there for he's points. There. You just have, you just have uh, fundraisers and all that. There, yeah, when you? we win the league, we go there. <laughs> that's twice. Happened, that's happened twice. Yeah. We've got a shield and a cup as well. So we might be there for a few more nights. We have our fundraisers there as well. So that helps us we can go in do a quiz we make money out of it too we've got a location we can do it and it's handy they just block off the whole area for us so they're getting something out of it we're getting something out of it suit value as well they like being involved with local clubs and then we'll head there like on a Saturday morning we'll um, we'll have breakfast there in the coffee dock so they're getting something out of it as well and also the lads shop there they're all locals as well so no, it's it, people like that, and I'm probably forgetting someone I'm gonna get in trouble for it. But um, no, it is. It's, like we've so many sponsors as well, and you know, um, it, we're really, really thankful. But as I said, we're, we're always looking for more because it's not because you want to be greedy. It's just that you you need to be able to find that balance of that you can still run the club comfortably and you can still compete on and off the pitch with with others because you know you're trying to get people here this evening to to buy a couple of points inside or a cup of tea or a coffee or whatever and all those ones and twos and five euros will build up to be able to pay for the referee pay for the fella that marked the pitch mm-hmm. earlier on you know it's 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 actually really tough and that's why I'd never ever criticise any other club um, club man or, or, or woman um, because they put their heart and soul in it and 
you don't actually realise it's a, until it's you a do thankless it job oh it is yeah and, and like I'm going to be honest with you I'm, I'm sort of poacher torn gamekeeper here where the players for the most part don't actually realise and some of them can be really selfish about it um, I'll get stick for saying that now if any of them are listening but it's and that's just the way it is like players just expect that you turn up and the, the gear is just miraculously washed and, cl- and cleaned and hanging up pristine condition and you know that's it yeah you know that, that, that like they nearly expect to be at a professional level now we try to we try to in fairness to andy that's part of of his sort of requirements that there's a match day staff here that come and make sure that the players are looked after that there's you know that the lads are in full warm-up gear there and that they're not cold and they've warm-up tops and there's water inside and there's you know stuff like that available to I, them i think it's I think it's good. We we were we done that with with uh, in the summer. We looked at getting we got eight bought eight rain jackets. Yeah. Just, just for the subs. Just yeah. just says subs on it. And it's just down to the fact of you want it all going to you don't want one fella in a hoodie. Do you know what I mean? You wanna look the part, you wanna look professional, it's, you want everything to go as smooth as possible. Yeah, when we started off in our first year, so we just rocked up to the pitch, pulled whoever you can out yeah. that can play football. Because we need to get 11 players on a pitch type thing. Different colour socks and shorts. Yeah, just get out there and play football. We had, we were lucky enough to get a kit. There was a pub in Clan Basil Street. I don't know if you've ever been to it. Pat Browns. Yeah. yeah. They gave us €500 Euro, like, a week before the season started. And without that, we probably would have folded. Yeah. So we tried to get there for a few nights and pay him back. But it's a great pub. He's doing really well now. Yeah. But um, I'd always be thankful for that. But... When we went up to games, then you're rocking up in different coloured shorts and all, and then you come up to it against another team, and they're coming out in hoodies, yeah. jackets, the whole lot, and they look the part, and they get that kind of the the mental wind or the yeah it, the mental it, advantage. It, 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 it allows the lads to prepare for the game. I know I'm again without sort of sounding like a big time Charlie. You need to look the part to play the part, and that's definitely the way I feel, even at this level. This is an extremely difficult level to play at, and the lads understand that as well. But they also want to look the part. If they've torn socks or torn shorts or they've no tracks, who uh, they've no warm up tops, it does play on some people's minds. I know it shouldn't, but <laughs> some players are really, really hard to deal with. Yeah, oh, and it's a career. You don't need to tell me that. You don't. Need and to I, tell I mean, me. I mean it from the point of view of like. They're never happy. Like you take right, you for instance, you take you take the white kit out of the bag. We aren't wearing the black kit. <laughs> do you know, do you know, and it's. I just think every uh, everyone has them. Do you know what I mean? No, like you just, learn. You learn to. And do, they, you, they don't even realise it. I don't think. They don't have one. It's you. They're, they're asking a genuine <laughs> question. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's like. But they don't realise the heart. Like they. Someone's out there going and washing that. Washing Someone, it. Yeah. They're after putting it in the boot of the car. They're after bringing it to work. They're after making sure that they let work left work early to get there yeah. to hanging up to make sure that they have the right kit. And, but again, as I said, look, it's not really for them to concern. They want to be worried about what goes on on the pitch. But sometimes they can be very very difficult to to play as yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think that's where most managers are. They want to know that. Every, every, they want everything there for the players they want they want the players just to turn up and concentrate on playing yeah. match like one of, one of my pet hates and I'm hoping some of the players are listening to me now 
is that the next time you take your kit off oh, don't just fuck, don't it, on just fuck it on the ground don't leave your socks inside out don't leave your shorts fucking bloodied and like put it in the basket there's yeah. nine times out of ten there's even the kit bag or the basket in the middle of the dressing room just put it in it's not difficult would you do it at home probably some people do and that's probably why they think they can get away with it I'm liking that idea but of a basket just it's that's, a wash basket. No, that's out there. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna. I'm actually going to get one. Yeah, yeah but you could get the basket, alright. But like looking at bluebell shooting here, they probably missed the basket. Well, <laughs> at least they've tried though. At least they've tried. <laughs> and, and that's it. It's small things like uh, Christy Vane, Lord rest his soul, last year passed away. He would come in and never give out. He'd pick up the socks, and all he'd say is, "Lads, can you just put it in the the right way?" Or you know, torn the jerseys out the right way or whatever. That's and the uh, the last thing you want to be doing is sticking your hand into a smelly sock. True. And like uh, as players, if you think about it yourself, would you do it yourself? You probably wouldn't. So, you know, just have a little bit of respect for the 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 club men that do that. You know, and I'm not looking for any, I'm not looking for pats on the backs or anything like that. But I'm just trying to call out the people that to realise what actually goes into into a club. You know, that's a that's every club I think across most levels, everything gets thrown. And in fairness, it's thrown on the bag, not in the bag. Yeah. And then someone comes and picks it up. Yeah. Whatever. Just touching on Christy there. That stand is named after Christy. Yeah, we we named our new stand after Christy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fortunately, passed away um, just before the the league. Um, I just I just remember when he passed. I actually just remember the amount of. Uh, on Twitter, the amount of RIPs and messages that I that I seen go out to him. The man was so eighty nine years of age. He knew everybody in football. He was involved in, since nineteen forty six, since the the foundation of the club. And um, the club was actually founded close, very close to his um his family home. And you know, he just he just absolutely loved the club inside now. Uh, he'd do anything for you. And still at 89 years of age, oh, he's wonderful. ringing me. He's ringing me every single week, making sure that everyone, the lads are sorted, that there's tape for the lads, there's this, there's that. It's, it's been brilliant, you know, uh, to have him around. But obviously, no longer yeah. around. But we still try and remember them in the stand. And, and we have a picture above the, the door in the dressing room. And we, we still speak him very fondly in the club. He's an absolute club legend, yeah. Sadly missed. This game is livened up a little bit. Blue belt kind of coming back into it. Yeah. Yeah, I do, I do take back what I said about the shooting as well. It was just a joke. I don't, I don't want that. Don't want blue belt coming at me. I don't know if you heard. Down, it. Is that someone down a joke car? It is. That's <laughs> gone. Uh, I don't know if you heard a minute ago with the guard a chopper overhead and the sirens there a few minutes ago. So don't want to mess around out here. That's we're very close to Bally or something. <laughs> You're blaming on Bally. <laughs> uh, we just told you on the game. You've had built road up here last week. I know you've lost one nil. Yeah, a bit of a sore topic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Unlucky. Look, I I felt we did enough to win the game. Uh, Obviously, Bill Drowd will probably argue the same, but we we did have chances at key bits in the the game, and they they, they scored at at a really important time. We were were really on top, and uh, they kind of caught us on a a sucker punch. Yeah. And uh, they just managed to see the game out, and we were got a little bit frustrated. The game opened up, and they, in fairness, they had a couple of chances to to extend the lead, but we just felt we we should have 
had enough in the game to, to get through and big game for the squad final I was disappointed especially against the local side as well no, the, no, the lads local derby it's in like, fairness it credit where it's due as well Build Road have had a great few seasons so like it's nothing against them it's just obviously it was disappointing for for our point of view to, to go out at that stage because we felt we had enough to win the game yeah I seen uh, our league secretary was out at our match there um, it would have been last week last Sunday I think it yeah. was uh, and Rossi off, off our centre forward he scored his 33rd goal of the season yeah. and he, he the league actually tweeted it and said that surely he's the top goal scorer in all the LSL leagues yeah. and one of the lads off Bill Rowell actually replied and said um, that two of their players one was on 31 and the other one was on 28 Yeah. so that shows you how many goals they're actually scoring. Right? Uh, no, look, I've, I've actually seen them play a few times and we've come up against them quite a few times in the last few years as they've come up to the ranks. We've met them in a few cups yeah. and we've played them in friendlies at Christmas when we've been stuck and stuff like that, you know, when there's games off and they'll, they'll, uh, we'll always play a game against them. Yeah. But uh, and, and I know a few of the lads as well and they're, they're great lads. They're, they're a bunch of mates that absolutely just are mental cases. You were, you would have. Oh, there we go. No, no so. did well in the end. But uh, it's it's look, they're they're rising up through the leagues. They're league champions again. I think this year, and they're Toward coming up to the. Row, I think they're coming up to the major Saturday, which are they're gonna be they're gonna be definitely challenging next yeah. year. They'll and sign a few as well. Yes, I think. of course. Like they'll get anyone around the Clondalkin area, or you know they'll get lads. There's there's so many mates on the team that all they have to do is put it out on one of the group WhatsApp saying, "Look, come up to pre-season and they'll get one or two lads." You know. They've, they've, they've lads that can play at a higher level no doubt yeah. uh, they've a lot of lads coming who have come down from intermediate yeah. and gone and played Saturday the likes of Philly Shepard and uh, uh, Shep is class like still Kelly are in the midfield yeah. even Gary Clearly the keeper yeah. I mean you, you were involved in the Leinster senior squad yeah. um, with a few of the built road lads yeah the two Payne brothers unbelievable uh, Brandon and Jordan mm-hmm. Brandon just back from Celtic yeah, like it's. I'd be surprised again if they stay another season. Like they've got them to the. They might stay one more season to get them in to keep them consolidated in the league. Yeah. But I'd be surprised if someone isn't knocking on their door because, with, with all due respect to Boot Road, like the lads are fantastic players. They should be moving on to try and to really challenge themselves. And it's no criticism to Boot Road mm. or it's no criticism to Saturday football. But if you have it. Go and play just media. give it a go just yeah. give it a go I've, I've a number of mates that were on that Sandy for United team and I was giving out to them every single week why are you still with this club and again it's just some people it's not for some people and some people rather go out on a Saturday night and, and uh, have the crack with their mates and stuff like that and that's that's grand like each yeah. of their own each of their so, own but it's just disappointing when you talk to young lads that are probably in their thirties or forties now, and they go, they they do regret it, you know, they do regret yeah. it, not trying to play at the highest level when they can. I I get an awful lot of stick for like I I'd be messing now saying I'm going to retire, but my mates are always on the phone. Don't don't give up because I've mates now that are in their forties and they're saying they I would I would absolutely give me left leg to still be able to play. I think that's a, I think a lot of uh, a lot of players get that 
when they when they hit a certain age and they can't play anymore. Yeah. I think the thirty fives has become a lot more popular. Yes, it has. Yeah. Now and even at that, like our thirty fives team are struggling to fill the team because the commitment to that as well is also wavered because it's very difficult. It's just lads football in general. The the, the commitment has has really deteriorated yeah. over the fact. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know whether it's. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, talking about commitment here, and I, <laughs> I've given out about it every time I've been on the podcast. But I'll be trying on a bank holiday Monday, and they had nineteen. It's lads just like a training. normal Monday, except they the had, banks are off. They had What's the issue? They had nineteen lads trying. Yeah, it's just everybody hates their families, and they just want to get out. <laughs> They have to spend an all weekend in with the kids or the boyfriends or the girlfriends. Yeah. We don't discriminate. Um, but like, we just want to get out. We're going. We're challenging from from the league and. One of the sessions we only had ten bodies up. We've already won the league and we still got nineteen. Tell you, just get <laughs> yeah. people who hate their families. That's the key to getting big numbers That's at training. Success. People who don't want to be in the house. Nah, look, it can be frustrating. Like we we've we've uh, consistently put um, sessions on on a Sunday over the course of the year, and you know, like there's no point making making a bleeding mail about about it, but. You know, you might only have five or six sometimes. You know, depending on people make excuses. We used to do Stevens's day all the time. There was okay, decent numbers at that. That uh, we laugh, we still joke about uh, one for the older lads, the older bluebell lads. We we organised the session on Valentine's Day. Andy, I think it was his first or second season, and we still joke about it. He learned from that because lads were saying yeah yeah no problem and then all of a sudden the missus gets a hold of them yeah. and say you're going out on Valentine's we night trained, we trained on the Wednesday we had, we we trained on the Wednesday this year yeah because he he got the manager got texts but they weren't like oh I'm going out on Valentine's Day they were like oh I'm working late working late, late yeah which are not working and late. they've never our lads that are you know never work shift like they work 9 to 5 Monday to Friday all of a sudden when they are, they're asked to play on a Saturday Oh, sorry, I'm being called into work. I know you don't work on a Saturday. Your chance in your yeah, your job doesn't open. <laughs> we're looking. We're looking now next year. We're looking to build and we're looking to get a Saturday team going. So I think it'll be interesting to see if oh, if it's up and running. Don't be way. tapping up any of our players, will you? Oh, they won't. They won't drop down. <laughs> but uh, I know. I think because we have so many players this year, like we've. Yeah, it was 36 players oh, yeah. for one team yeah 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 and like we had at one stage we had 26 trying every week now like a good few of them didn't play much and they were kind of happy I think just to be involved and they were delighted to be up trying and stuff like that some people were trying just to, to be fit yeah but I think then we were looking then for next year have a Saturday team put it in a, a league where Anyone can play. Yeah, Do you know and, they, and they'll compete, and they'll probably they'll probably win a few games, and uh, people will enjoy it, and they'll stay. Exactly. With it. Yeah. There's no point putting in like that's why there's no point putting in a league where you probably apply for a, a high league, and then they go out and get battered every week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. But it'll be interesting for us next year because we we we'll have the likes of Oliver Bond coming over. Here we go. He's on Jeez, amazing. They, they can't stop him at all. Yeah, Rusty probably uh, cycled the Galway oh. back yesterday. The man is a machine when it comes to cardio. It's unbelievable. We played a game a few weeks ago, um, and about, about five minutes to go, he says, oh, I'm a bit stiff. I says, why, what's up? He says, oh, yeah, cycle to Galway or somewhere. <laughs> I can't remember. It was ridiculous mileage. I think he'd done 200 kilometres the night, the day before, and still made it through uh, 90, minutes. 90 minutes of 
Eric Dio's have anyone at Albury that you think could play at a higher level or? I'd say there's, there's plenty of lads there that could yeah. play at a, a higher level but they're I think local but, local but, lads local. yeah but we have a couple, a couple of the lads come down comes down from Nice um, but a lot of them be local enough but we just kind of we like having the crack like yeah. we always have like a hern so go back there with yeah. put on sandwiches we have a good bit of crack a lot of the lads go out on a Saturday together they um we go on a couple of trips a year training's always a bit of crack and then we have the two teams there play them against each other at the yeah, odd time yeah, yeah. so it's just kind of I think we've got players at the club because it's fun mm. like there's not like there's no there's no stress about it just go up come training and the managers are straight if you are he'll tell you exactly what you're doing wrong if you're not turning up training he'll tell you your drop before you come up Saturday don't bother Yeah, yeah. Like I think we're, we're very lucky with our managers Steve Carrick and John Saul like they're just they're very good to teams. They always do a lot of work off the pitch as well. You're saying like... I know John well. I used to work with him. Oh, in SA Electricity? Yeah. Did you know he was the manager? I didn't oh. actually, know. <laughs> That's good. What do you think of that? What's your opinion on that one? Yeah, yeah now look at now John well is uh, going back a while, but uh, now he's a good lad. He's a good lad. I, I, didn't, I didn't have him down for football management now, I must be honest. I know he loved his ball. I didn't have him down for management, but... Uh, yeah, no, he started off kind of obviously he'd never done it before so it was difficult for him getting into the role but over the last couple of months now he, the, he's picked it up big time and he's he's doing well a lot yeah. of lads have a lot of respect for him and he's he's, actually, he's been very good for the club and the team and him and Steve Carrick and not to mention everybody else that's involved like the likes of Mick Faye doing a bit of coaching John Flynn all the plugs today Yeah, the amount of work they do like off the pitch is unbelievable like I, I've never had to worry about jerseys being washed they're just washed yeah. Like, and if there isn't if there's an issue like we'd sort it out but it's just looking after people and they've looking after me and they look after the club and yeah. I don't think we'd be doing as well as a club regard football aside it wouldn't have a second team if we weren't as lucky to have the people we have involved and we just kind of got we've got lucky with the people we've gotten the likes of Steve Carrick I think there's going to be there's going to be clubs looking at there are there were clubs already looking yeah. to get him yeah, and yeah. I'd say a lot of clubs will be looking to poach him He's um he won the league with us last year, done a league shield double. Have you got, have you got his number there? I do since after this. <laughs> Find him on uh, Twitter. <laughs> but um no, he done a league shield double with us last year and then he got a lot of players involved. And he's just he's a straight arrow when it comes to talking to the lads. He'll tell them exactly how it is, and I think lads respect that. It takes a little he takes a little bit of while to get used to. He is hard to get used to. He's one of them kind of player one of them kind of people that I don't know how to take him. Yeah, he'll bit. he'll tell you exactly how he feels and you kind of might take it to heart at the start, but then you realise, well, look, it's not personal. At least he's not going to say it behind my back. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's where uh, where some people don't get management. <clears throat> they don't realise that it's not personal. I don't think. Yeah, well, he's just decisions. He might be personal, but at least he's he's honest. He's just he's very <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah, like just different. There's there's so many just like from a manager's point of view, there's so many um, personalities and. You're not gonna please everyone. No, you're I not. I don't think I've met. I don't think I've ever met a manager that's pleased everyone no. that, that didn't piss someone off because no. they weren't picked or. Yeah. Do you know what? Like I've oh, I've probably the best relationship with the with the manager out of all the players and uh, I know him a long time. I was I was here when he was appointed and um like we would travel down to to Cork to play. Um, oh, nearly a goal blue bag. Playing the intermediate cuff cup quarter final I think it might have been and we travelled all the way down and uh, he named the team 
and I wasn't in it. And I said, all right, that's strange, maybe he made a mistake. And he named the other keeper. And I'd travelled all the way down to Cork, it was pissing rain, I had no bleeding gear, this, that and the other. And I just kind of went, I said to him, what happened there, like, what's going on? And he just kind of went, I just decided to drop you, like, you know, you didn't play well the last week or whatever, or we have a big game next week or whatever, whatever his reason was, and just more or less, you don't need, don't, I don't need to explain myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that was, from then I kind of went, yeah, fair enough, I suppose. Um, it, it, mightn't, it mightn't be some people's cup of teas, but... Uh, he's definitely gained the respect of the guys over the years, and he has a very unique management style. He's a very, very what, what what do you think? What do you think he? What what do you think his style is in terms of like dealing with people? Like I've known managers to not be able to deal with people, and and they'd use their their assistant or their coach. Yeah, so yeah. like. The coach would be the approachable one. Yeah, yeah. And then no, well, look, he has lads around him, like he has Jason and Anto and Plucky that like all get on with the lads, who he can deliver a message through if needs be. Yeah. But he wouldn't shirk, shirk away from a conversation either. Like, yeah. You know, so if a player rings him and says why am I playing, he'll he'll accept the call or he'll talk to you at training and then he'll tell you why. But his his management style is very much that he gets the he gets the team to. To, to be a family to and that's that's something that we've always tried to install into yeah. new players At, we're a family here this is our home and that's what you have to protect and that's why unfortunately now I'm after putting the fucking mockers on it but that's why we've been so good at home over the last two, three, five years okay we, we've been unbeaten now in 35 games this is the 35th game that's the reason why that's what's been installed to yeah. us and it it's to me it's worked because you, we've been successful mm. and the players have really bought into it which is great and everyone loves each other when we're on the pitch now we can we can box the head off each other and train and then during games or after games at the odd time but that's that's just because you probably do that to your brothers and sisters at home anyway so that's the sort of thing that we try to yeah. to bring into the club you know that would be definitely his his sort of mantra if you want to call it. Uh, it's it's we're all one, you know. We're a big family, and you know you need to you need to really treat it that way. No, definitely. Yeah. I just touching on this game here. I think is need something fresh up front. I love Carl Forsyth. I think he's a great player, but I don't think. Yeah. I don't think he, he you need a bit maybe more in behind. We've gone we've gone with a slightly different sort of attack tonight, and um, we've gone with the three kind of wingers up front. Uh, interchange and yeah. throughout the game. I just I think if you had someone maybe well, a little bit more Foxy and Asher are coming on just yeah. as you say that. So two two a good, uh, classic a good, centre forwards yeah. if you want to call them. I think I think if you occupy the centre house a bit more you'll get a goal back. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, looks like Carl's going straight off for a shower. Do you think you'll um think you'll put one back? No no I think I they will going yeah. to rifle I was going to rifle. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm I'm gonna say yes because I would be slaughtered otherwise. But both wingers gone off there. So did, did anyone time it? I, I actually didn't know. I don't. I didn't see the the second half kicking off. No, I didn't time it myself. Um, notice you've no lights around the pitch. How does that affect you? Um, well, we we kick off at twelve o'clock on a Sunday, so it doesn't really impact our games. So uh, you've a Friday night game here, but what, what at what the sorry following through the sentences again? At what stage can you start playing these Friday nights? Um, only around the building. Only around yeah, the building. Because if you get bad weather, look at like it's starting to get fairly. It's not dark, but it's 
Oh, block corner. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's exactly on the, the bright side either, but if you had a bad bad weather here tonight, you'd be struggling. But uh, just to be honest with you, this is the first Friday night game at home for a Sunday side, I would say, in five... Yeah, this is just com- this is just accommodating midweek really isn't yeah, it? yeah 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 it's just you know end of the season stuff but in fairness do you would just would getting lights be a thing that you would have looked at maybe yeah. if you didn't have the three-year plan of no, getting it's the on the stuff it's like on that? the agenda you know uh you get you get quotes from from the professionals 50 grand and add 20 to that but I, not for light I think it's I think it's more than you know you have to start to do it properly if you're going to do it yeah I think it's like 50 grand but if you get the 50 grand up the rest of it will be granted yeah possibly yeah. something like that from possibly. Lotto and from loads of different things yeah 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 now it's um, it's definitely something that we've spoken about but uh, unfortunately it's actually getting the cash that you need to you know so when, when you do a fundraiser when you do there's always something that needs to be paid for there's always a bill there's always an electricity bill there's a sky yeah, bill like, there's like at the end of the day we're run, trying to run a, a a club and a pub and a function room inside as well so that obviously has operating costs yeah. as well so yeah look it's very it's, it's it's very difficult we're just learning we're still learning we, we've we've only we're only new as an executive committee uh to the club two years now uh, it was, uh, in it was, that two years do you think you've definitely brought it forward absolutely yeah without a doubt without a doubt we've we've stabilised the club um, okay the, the success on the pitch hasn't been, been great this year but I'm very very confident that we're in a much better place than we were two years ago uh, and that for me is, is a positive for everybody for everybody involved in the club no definitely you can see, I suppose, going back to the plans that you have, like I think, absolutely fantastic. And then again with the, oh, oh sorry. again with the then linking in with the likes of not committing there yeah. and having like their good foundations. Yes, they are. Yeah, and you know you need you need you need players. You need people to buy into what you're trying to do in the club. And when we met with not and we met with the, the executive board of not it was a it was a two it was sort of it, it it set up for the two of us perfectly they needed they were sick of of people coming in and poaching their players at, at around the area so you'd have like the cherry orchards the crumlins coming in at kids at 14 and 15 and saying well what are you going to do when you're 17 you, you've nothing to play for you've no senior there's no kind of progression for you and you know now i know not meeting obviously had a senior side but you know they would be down the leagues and and that's that's where we're that was what we were trying to offer we offer our brand and our our league status to the kids at not meeting for something to develop towards you know yeah now definitely it's how how did not not meeting come about or with the jugo and yeah like look we we've we've have have a couple of toys within the two clubs we it's, we're very obviously proximity wise we're literally on the other side of the m50 of yeah. them so we we knew people we we would drink in the same circles and you know this, the conversations would happen yeah and it, it was just really it, it started off really really small as it you know pulling a thread and then it really really unraveled over the couple of years and then um we we, we just decided to go with it and we had really held really advanced talks during the summer last summer 
mm. and went with it you know everything seemed to fall into place they were happy we were happy it benefited both clubs and you know I think it's it's the way forward because as you say like look at Martin Loughran um, having the, the choice of 19s every year now not all of them are going to be good enough yeah. you know but at least he has the choice and he can turn around to Charlo on the Saturday team and say number such and such or Andy McNulty is playing with the 19s I want you to give him a year at uh, at the Saturday and he's going to develop into a into a player and then like it works out because look at their, yeah, their no, team definitely, look yeah. at their team well, yeah, when I was talking to him as I spoke about earlier he said he gets three of them at least coming up yeah I've even noticed then with the Saturday team that they have a lot of the players that they have now are even ex-players yeah yeah who, who have come back they've yeah. gone off played at Ainge or whatever with the likes of uh, Figo Whelan yeah but what happens is when when they like unfortunately kids at that age some of their great balls oh. kids at that age they want to be playing first team football and when they're not playing especially in a successful team as Crumlin was in the last few years you know they might go ah here fuck that I'm going to head off somewhere else get a sniff of football somewhere and then develop themselves yeah. and then all of a sudden they're good enough to play in the team that they should have been playing or they should have stayed with Ooh, Bluebell putting some serious pressure on another corner another ball gone we need to pick up the pace here because I think time is running out yeah um, I would imagine we're very very close what's a 7 quarter 20, oh, no, 20 minutes yeah, left good, good 15 minutes maybe but so here, we're going to take another another bit of audio clip and yep. then what's your opinions on the FAI Junior? Oh. It's, a, it's a good one. Tasty subject. I'm going to send Cher Lloyd by Cher Lloyd or Rebecca G then. And don't forget all the trouble we got until... Why does somebody not know how to flush a toilet after they've had a shit? Well, it was fucking one of yous. Disgusting! I think... Did he bend the rules a little bit? Yeah, but we see cheating going on all the time in games. Players diving. When I'm asked about it, I say, yeah, the game is full of it. But should it be stopped, the cheating? Yeah, of course. Nobody, Nobody wants to cheat. Whose phone is that? That's the second time it's gone off. No, oh, yeah, it's my phone, sorry. Why don't you turn it off? You're shit, no, that's the second time it's gone off. Why don't you put it on silent? No, it's not the second time. Well, why don't you turn it off? Well, I'll turn it off in a minute. You're just going to let it ring? Well, I thought I'd let it ring out. All oh, right, that's, that's good manners. <clears throat> so we're back here. It's, <laughs> it's still um, it's still one nil to Muktas, and we're going to talk about the FAI Junior Cup, Sheriff and Anacotti. That's not going ahead this Saturday. Yeah, very disappointing for everyone involved, obviously. Like, but without knowing the details, um, it something something seriously is going to miss there. You know, whether it's from the from the committee involved um, or one of the teams have made a gross error in judgment. Um, but I, I just hope for for everyone involved that it's a legitimate appeal first and foremost uh, because you wouldn't like to think there's a lot of um, rumours online that and it's out of spite out of spite yeah and like my opinion of that would be if Here that was go. found to be true Carl Forsoy whip yes header oh if that was found to be true I would 
have a zero tolerance to that and I would be looking for maximum punishment maximum punishment because that that's just not on but again that's just all sort of what is it not the sky at the moment it's not a case where if they did play some of their Saturday lads that there is a chance some of them could be cup tied. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's what the yeah. But if you're putting it, if you're putting the appeal in out of hope, knowing that it's going to it, like it's different. If you're coaching at straws, yeah, it's different knowing something. I know what you're saying. And being able to prove something like you know, it, it, if that was the case, you'd put an appeal in every game. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's true, yeah. So well, unless you actually they, have an idea they, that there they is, not? <laughs> yeah. uh, like the last three rounds of the of the yeah. cup had a, had an appeal. Yeah. So I yeah. think. But the last one was sheriffs, though, was it? Sheriff, no, but she, no, sheriff were appealed against. Sorry, so the fourth one, regional United, beat sheriff. Sheriff appealed, appealed because of the international clearance. And they they won. That they went that won. went straight to the FAI, yeah. and then it went to the arbitration. Did and it go yeah. to the arbitration? No, yeah. No, yeah, but they they won and they. Progressed, and then that's what that's what held the games up then as well. Regional, oh here we go. Regional appealed that, and I went to the arbitration then. Yes, yes, here we go. He knew very little about that goal, didn't he? Great play down the the right from Carl Forsyth. He was been a revelation since gone rifle, and he cut in. I think he dragged his shot wide, and it hit off Foxy then and beat the keeper. Yeah. and that keeps keeps the hope alive for that unbeaten run oh, I think 35 games could be intact it might even go on to win it probably now probably Bluebell's one of Bluebell's best players coming onto the pitch yeah, now the skipper captain absolutely brilliant this year rested uh, yeah he played, played for the, the Saturday team last night um, so that'll tell you how important you thought last night was yeah exactly Yeah. in yeah. terms of winning the league oh, and yeah. I think that's what where some clubs fall short in not not prioritising properly yeah. because I've seen it myself if if you have a team a first team who are maybe if just just for instance maybe they could be sitting bottom of the league or they could be a mid-table and they're not really going anywhere and maybe the Saturday side have a chance even if it was to stay up or yeah. if they had a chance or whatever I don't see some clubs don't put all their eggs in that basket yeah. and I think well like, to be honest with you to be honest with you we with the first few years I um I was at Bluebell there. We were fighting relegation in the Saturday League. Right. And I'd say I'd probably have about over 100 games for the Saturday team. Yeah. Because of that, we'd be struggling near the end of the season and then I'd have to double up Saturday and Sunday. And sure, the missus was just, happy with that. Well, I, well <laughs> say, don't say no more. <laughs> I just don't tell her. I just have to come back with something sweetener. But, uh, nah, look, going back on the FEI uh, junior, it's, it's disappointing for everyone involved. It's, it's one of those things that you don't want to see happening, but you just hope that there's there's some genuine uh, reason why it is. I'd, I'd, I'd nearly rather... Um, You'd rather them win it. I'd rather them win, win it. Win the appeal, yeah. yeah. So because like, at yeah. least then you say, right, well, it was a genuine yeah. appeal. And, you know, now look... <laughs> I've seen a, sh- a few of the sheriff lads calling the FEI a joke and yeah. this, that and the other. Like, I kind of thought to myself... The shoe was on the other foot a little while ago. I don't think you should be going down that route. Well, look, they're obviously confident. They're obviously confident that like they've done everything they they should Quite have. I'm sure that someone has got wind of something that either the Saturday player wasn't registered or because I, I believe they they from what I've read online they put out like it was a weekend team. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was yeah, obviously yeah. some Saturday player or there was players that hadn't played regularly enough. So maybe it was the. That's one of Stags I heard. Yeah, yeah well, it was, it was Paul Murphy Stags that captain, and there was eight or nine first yeah. team lads were missing. went away with it. Yeah. So like, you know, if anything now, it'll probably suit Sheriff because it'll give them an extra week to recover. They've got a solid week. Well, I don't even know if the game's going to, like when's it going ahead and um, what's going on. Do, but do you think it'll go ahead in the Aviva? Surely not. No, I think it will. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can begrudge. Like I, I feel sorry for Michaels. I've said it before, and I'm constantly saying I, that that's how the real, the real uh, victims, I suppose, of of the whole thing are because they've literally done nothing wrong from the time they entered the competition to the time they got to the final they haven't had been in any appeals yeah, or, yeah, do you know yeah, yeah. They've, yeah, they've, they've won their games they've been disrupted the yeah. whole time yeah so it's disappointing they, for them because like they, I'm sure there's an expense to what like they've obviously probably uh, sorted buses and yeah. now they'll probably you know they'll probably get a refund or whatever but there would have been preparation and time and yeah. stuff that gone into that Banners being made, flags, jerseys for the kids, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. now all of a sudden it's been put on hold. Like, right, just for instance, say they could have banners made with the date yeah. on it. Yeah, something yeah. stupid or a, or a like program that. or something yeah, like that. Something you know? stupid like that. But yeah. you think, um, you think at that level of the competition, they should get the lads to bring up their ideas and check everything while well, the game's kicking off have we one went, person there we to go through, through them all we went through that but no not for like every league game but yeah. I mean the FAI Junior Cup the FAI Intermediate Cup the semi-finals the finals so you don't have stupid level. things like that this happen. there has to be some level of integrity for the, the clubs like if you were to second guess everything that a club like don't get me wrong I think you've mentioned that on the podcast before people play bangers you're not going to be naive the league aren't naive enough to think that nobody ever plays a banger yeah. The referees aren't naive to think that nobody ever plays a banger. You have you can only deal with what's in front of you. If a referee is given a card with Andy McNulty on it, he has to assume that that is Andy McNulty playing yeah. the game. Unless he knows otherwise, obviously, or unless somebody else says, that's not Andy McNulty, I want to, I want to put an official appeal in. And that's that, there's a process that has to be followed. Now, you know, they will argue that they've followed the process by appealing which has, has a knock-on effect to the final being played. I would argue on the flip side of it would be surely a group of people can get together and review the situation, review the appeal and get sorted before Saturday. Um, I could be a little bit naive in thinking that, but I would have thought that a week would have been sufficient enough to be able to like, review an appeal and make a decision on it. At what stage did the appeal go in? Do you know how how soon after the final? It has to be within or after the semi. It, it would have to be within like forty eight hours yeah, of kickoff. No, no, imagine. It, it I think they have, Monday, I think. But Monday. they they have ten days to appeal, ten working days. There was the final kicked off the weekend before the. Se- no, it was just Sunday. The fi- the semi final was Sunday. Yeah, yeah, just the weekend gone. Yeah. And so there was, was, a, there was Monday, a week in the difference. No, no, two days went by because yeah. it's only. No, I mean between the semi final and the final. Oh, six days. So it's six days between the semi final and the final, yeah, yeah, yeah. and ten days to appeal. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. No, look. And obviously, I'd say the whoever's involved in the appeals process, like they're kicking themselves, going, we're, "I can't believe we're in this position, but we've had to cancel the final because it doesn't, it doesn't shed any good light on on the organisers either, you know." So, yeah, it's more, it's more the process and just how it's gone. It's just been kind of a freak year where there's appeal after appeal after appeal. Like we had an appeals process with um, our MMI Cup game, yeah, and now we're only playing that semi final next Saturday. That's against Tally United, and we are playing. That, and we've got a Shield final on Wednesday night now as a result. 
because yeah. everything's now crunched up into the end yeah. of the year. That, so it, that annoys it, me as well playing finals on weekends or on weekdays. I think finals should be oh, we know, well, Sunday. We, yeah, yeah. No, so we've 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 a, a semi final of a of of the Metro Cup coming up next Monday night. Is it ideal? No. Is there a reason to it? Probably that's the two. Playing. That's why you're playing Friday. Yeah, the two secretary secretaries have obviously met and said like that. That I don't know. Look, I don't know the details. Man, I'm not making any Collins Town away. But are you saying that the best preparation for both teams is a Monday night? Probably not. Um, is there a reason why it's there probably as well like Collinstown have league games still to fulfil I actually don't know how their league standing is they're so, going for promotion yeah they Moscow won their league they could have prioritised league status over a semi-final of a Metro Cup that's fine that's all well well and good but for the the actual um, for the the toy itself probably isn't ideal but yeah no. it's, it's, it's unfortunate for everyone involved because it's a big game like at the Aviva massive day I've never had I've never played in a, in a competitive game and it would have been nice to have all the crowds there as well like four teams the crowds of four teams yeah well yeah. I, I would have stayed on for both games you know a lot of people would have I'd say Raul go on Rusty he's yeah. been your man oh. in the match I think I'd given I'd, I'd have given yeah. him man the match yeah yeah um, Keith Quinn was pulling the strings he died off a little bit but I think rough. this fella has just we, and, and oh, here we go, Diva oh. <laughs> You're very oh, Connor. Yeah, very, very, you're very own Trent Alexander, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, it was in very fairness, similar. That to was orchestrated by Ash. In fairness, he was screaming for it. And uh, Tom Shannon, I'd say, who's a mockedus man, uh, won't be getting the plot there for throwing it in quickly. He gave the corner yeah. to Rusty very quickly, and we nearly scored from it. Another right good delivery, get in. Nah. It's only clear it was going out for a throw, isn't it? Adam Bourne cleaning them up all day. And uh, yeah, so look, it is what it is. I suppose the teams involved can only can only do what they can do now and it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't suit anybody by the looks of it. And yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate really, but here we go. Oh, that's where we're at. Yeah, do you have um how's transport and you probably just answered the question a minute ago, how's transport fixed and how are Bluebell fixed in terms of finals, shield finals, and we leagues no, for their year we now. We've no finals. Uh, unfortunately, we were in, we were in four cups on a league this year. Um, we went out early in the FAI Junior, and we went out early enough last thirty-two, I think, against Freebooters in the Leinster Junior. Good team from Kilkenny, um, and then we we got the two quarter finals, and we just. Yes. it wasn't the bay for us in, in the both of them but uh, with the league with three games left uh, we win two and we will have won the league so we're away to Boyan on Sunday 11 o'clock kick off so it's a early one down in Drogheda um, and then we will be at home against Balbriggan the following Sunday so here that's we go. Great, that's great play. Oh, oh he's very unlucky there. Can't no. Keep it kept it in. Well, I, I won't tell you about Air Cup because we um, we're in the semi final of the the Metro for Collinstown, but every other cup for the last few years we've been really poor, and we've a couple of Charlie Cattle finals against Crumlin, which we we were beaten in. Where but is the final of the Metro? Deal I actually don't know to be honest with you. I think the Metro was held last year in Tolkien. Yeah, I uh, think they should. I think they should announce that maybe at the start of the season. Yeah, and yeah. then they could do. They could do. I don't know. I don't think they do because I think they have to wait on. I know, like they have to wait on availability and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But 
I think if you have that kind of car, look, yeah. well, look at everyone knows about the intermediate being in the, the oh, intermediate. That's a great turn. I, I would, I would imagine that every single manager that plays in the intermediate cup, their part of their team talk at some stage across the, the, yeah, the is, listen, lads, there's a day out in the Aviva yeah. available here. You know, but we've we've had a really again. I don't want to put the mockers on it before the the game, but we've had a really bad run in cups the last few years, especially. Uh, but like, look, it is what it is. You know, you take the good with the bad. Yeah, no, but and so then obviously from the league perspective, we've got the Saturday team playing uh, to win the league next Thursday against Malahide away. And then we're playing against uh, Newbridge next Friday night, who I think are still in with the shoe of being Stand relegated. Up. So yeah. that total uh, last, I think, but they've they uh, a couple of points here and there to get like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The couple no. of games they play for, so like it's it's not a dead rubber, I suppose, um, from their point of view. So yeah, still That's something to play for. Who else is left in that? So you have Collinstown, uh, yourselves in Collinstown, and who's the other semi final? Crumlin and um, Maynute. Maynute. All right, so. Yeah, so that'll be a good semi-final. It'll be good. Uh, yeah. In fairness, the Collinstown, they're giant killers. They beat Mokdas, I think, in the previous round to play in Yos. I think they beat Mokdas in the quarterfinals 2-0 away. So, like, they'll, they'll fancy themselves. So it'll be a tough test for for Yos. Ah, look. They, and then it's a it's a Lewis Lewis for Yos. They're a club on the rise as well. Oh, definitely, yeah. They're a club on the rise. They want to play at the highest level and they're brilliant players. We've tried to coach a few over the years and they've gone back <laughs> they've come up to us for a few games and, and transferred back but uh, yeah. no but like in in terms of another so I was local enough derby you'll know most of the lads as well so yeah 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 that's it that's it and I'm sure they'll get a good crowd they've a great support they've a great network up yeah. there of of um, committee lads and uh, volunteers and supporters they always they always bring a good crowd, so and they enough club as well. Yeah, like yeah, 2006 or yeah, yeah, 2007 they were founded, so like it's not. And and the success that they've had already. Did they win a junior cup or did they? They won. Or yeah, something? they won the Leinster Junior Cup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, that was up in Tallis Stadium, I think. Yeah, so like they've had really good success, and I think in the FEOE Senior they've beaten Rovers, and or yeah. was that maybe the Leinster Senior? It was one of them, yeah. But, but yeah. they've they've gone up there and won, yeah. They've had really good results over the last ten years, and that's credit to the. Again, it goes back to the club men behind the scenes. Whoa, the second yellow. I wouldn't be surprised if we seen a late goal here. Now it's it's all action the last few minutes. Yeah. I just want to thank uh, Bluebell as well for like facilitating the. Podcast yeah, just, it's a great day out. Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. We're even picking up a tan there with the sun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, get, I'm getting beaten with the we sun. The, the pillar here blocking me a bit, so I'm doing alright. No, I know it's it's a bit of a change doing live commentary on a game. I suppose, but. Uh, it's not. It's like it's not really my sitting room now, but <laughs> yeah. No, you're more than welcome up at any stage again uh, next season or whatever. Uh, but like, it's it's good to get exposure for the league. I suppose he's doing a great job on the on the pod. And I I think I said this to you before we came on, but it's definitely an area that the, the leagues need. It's that podcasts are everywhere. Everyone's doing yeah, them now. It's very and new age. Aren't yeah, it? yeah, exactly. Like, and, and you have to kind of roll with the times Switch as well. Switch it out, Tim. You mightn't necessarily be talking good quality stuff all the time, um, but that's uh, that's a very fair assessment. <laughs> so, you, so he's listened before. I've listened, I've listened to. I've done a bit of research. Yeah. <laughs> now, nah, no. but look, it's um, it's one of those things that it's 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 one of those things that are coming out, and it's the popular thing to do now. And, the leagues everyone has interest there's a reason why there's so many f- football teams in Dublin 
and in Ireland at amateur level because everyone loves football and everyone loves talking about it so yeah hopefully this does not go in but no lovely, lovely. just uh, before it gets wrapped up as well I you'll be listening to an interview between myself and Thomas Hyland uh, that'll be getting done after we finish up here but it'll be thrown in there so Eric's the genius he's going to throw it in there somewhere I might put it in between um, one of the cuts maybe one of the cuts maybe just so, after uh, Roy Keane or something and yeah saying that now at this point you'll have already heard the interview yeah, the interview so, is in the past yeah. now so, so did you, you enjoy it, that interview we had with the corner manager <laughs> so if you heard us having an interview I just want to say thanks to him for yeah and best giving of us, tomorrow yeah. and, and if he, and if he doesn't his time. I was supposed to get Martin Lockeran I was sp- t- uh, speaking to him today He's, uh, he's too he's, busy. He's, he's too yeah. busy rounding the troops up for the the Aviva tomorrow. No, he was too busy with the Robbie Kane. Oh yes, tournament that's right. that kicked off. So it's just a bad time to catch him. Yeah. If I do catch him tonight, perfect. But if you don't hear Martin, thanks for talking to me today. Anyways, another example of a great club man. Yeah. Does everything for the club. Oh yeah, I've got as far to say he's the Alex Ferguson of the Leicester Senior League. Yeah, yeah. Him and Pete Man. Our Pete Man. Jesus, Pete. Up, uh, Pete Lennon and Wayside. Apologies for yeah. that. Um, yeah, so it's, it's again, it's, it's it, without repeating myself too many times, it's about the club men across ball. the league. So, what a ball that is! But yeah, thanks very much for having me on, guys. And yeah, no, fair play to you. I think we've been here quite a while, so yeah. hopefully, hopefully, we're not boring the listeners too much. Oh, no, oh, what a save! Oh my god, what a save! Now, if that doesn't tell you how good he is. I, I missed that because you asked me how long this was going on so I looked at the computer to see the time and missed the set I mocked this player this cut in he's whipped the ball back post free header by the number 12 I don't know who he is he's obviously not that good if he's not starting um, Jesus oh god that, that's the best save you'll see all yeah. season yeah. so the free header and it's come in from the right hand side back post and he's headed the ball back across the goal and the keeper is just it's another chance for Moctis oh it's 2-1 Moctis they're after breaking it so we put the fucking mockers on that didn't we bollocks oh that's time for another one that is a very late hit for Bluebell that's fucking hard to take they might not take this 35th game unbeaten at home the manager will be fucking fuming now that I'll be mentioning. I hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> Sorry about that, Gaffer. Right, I think we'll wrap it up with we'll that. Wrap it up. Fucking Can we just say the, the goalkeeper off Blue Bell, Alex Oh Moody. Alex Moody. Fair play to you if you have a listen to this. That was an unbelievable save before what was probably an inevitable goal. So fair play to you. Yeah. And I'm having one last plug for Aubrey because I rarely Connor. do it. I really do it but um, we have a very busy possible two weeks definitely a very busy week and hopefully a very busy two weeks Shield final Wednesday night against Ratmines Roosters in the VEC grounds 7 o'clock kickoff, and then we have a MMI semi-final against Tally United next Saturday the 18th and if we win that we'll be in the final of the MMI don't know who's in it already on a travel Best, for for yeah. a treble, but um, best of luck, best of luck, best yeah. of luck, lads, and um, I hope you's hope you's do well because I'd love the day out too. Yeah, it's always good to be in for silverware at yeah. this stage. Oh, definitely, so. Yeah. so we could it now. Yeah, as there's yeah. only it's only a few minutes left in the game anyway, so I'm hoping Bluebell pull uh, one back. Bluebell United 
yeah for, on twitter for the final result they're on instagram as well andy yeah. is very uh good with his updates and stuff like that and give us a follow up mixer podcast if you enjoyed the podcast like share retweet five stars if you have it on your app there and um if you're listening to this and you're saying geez i'd love to have the lads out to my club Give us a shout out, um, message us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we'd gladly come out if we can manage it. Obviously, we've a busy schedule. We, yeah. d- we do work. This isn't, a, this isn't a job. This is just a bit of crack. So if we can get out to you, we definitely will. Really enjoyed it out here in Bluebell. So thanks to the lads, and I wish us all the best for this season and next. Good luck. Cheers. I'm chatting here with Crumlin United skipper uh, Thomas Hoyland. Um, first of all, thanks for taking the time to do this fucking short interview. Um, congratulations on winning the league and congratulations on getting to the Aviva. Uh, I'm sure you're delighted and looking forward to getting out there tomorrow and hopefully lifting another cup. Yeah, we're all um, we're all delighted. Everyone at the club, it's a, it's a great day out for the club. It's it's always a great feeling when you're going to the Aviva, and um, it's not going to be an easy game. We're just hoping for the best and hopefully we're on the right side that, that we're the ones lifting the trophy at the end of it. What's the, what's the build-up been like? Have you had to do any extra photo shoots or media things? Um, I've seen a photo of the new kits that you have to wear courtesy of Umbro. So I suppose t- little things like that is always nice. Maybe makes the occasion a bit more special and a bit bigger. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah, little little things like that. Um, we had a, a press conference, um, media photo shoot or whatever you want to call it, in uh, the FAI headquarters in Abbottstown, and little things like that make make things feel like it's a lot more of a special occasion. You know, like it. it some people say it might be a bit of a distraction, but when you're when you're an amateur footballer, these things don't come around very often. So. You just have to enjoy it while you can, you know. These things in football come and go very fast, so you just have to enjoy it. And it's not it's not every week you get these things happening. So yeah, enjoy it. That we um in training is is absolutely buzzing at the minute. We just recently won the league. We haven't done anything special really, you know. Obviously we looked a little bit at how Avondale play because it would be silly to to not look at that. But we're just basically focusing on ourselves. We want to play the same way we've played all season. And at the moment, it's a happy camp, you know, just just winning the league and going into a cup final in the Aviva. We, we can't ask for much more. So everything is going according to plan at the minute. It's, it's all happy days so far. I know you're on for a treble um, after winning the league, as you just said, count for the intermediate tomorrow and then the Metropolitan then after that. Um, if you were to just win one trophy out of the three, which one would it be? Well, if you had asked me that at the start of the season, 100% I would have said the league because we haven't won the league in four four years, I think maybe five years. And at the start of the season, that was our goal to get that back. But now that the league has already won, the intermediate is definitely the biggest after that. So... We'll look at the Metro after that, but now our focus is the intermediate. If we win the league and an intermediate, and that's all we win this season, it's a very successful season, but we can even win more than that. So at the minute, it's just the intermediate we're concentrating on with the league already done.
what do you think in the intermediate? What which game do you think was probably the toughest toy throughout the whole competition that you've came through? I know you had a very good game against Minute and stuff like that, but did you have any maybe difficult away games or long distances to travel? To be honest, we've actually been lucky enough in the fact that we haven't had to travel very far. But we've had a very tough run in. The first game we played in the intermediate this year was Bluebell. And we got the home draw. We bet them 2-0 and we won well on the day. But from the start of it, it was it was very tough. Then, obviously, Colester in the quarterfinals was a tough game. But again, we got the home draw. We fancy ourselves against anyone at home. Minute was definitely the toughest game we've got on the whole run. Um, we were down twice in Minute. 1-0 down and 2-1 down we got back 2-all and we got a 92nd minute winner which was just unbelievable for the lads and to show like that we never give up and just to get a late winner so a great way to get into a final I think to be fair you were probably red hot favourites maybe even after beating Bluebelt in the first round and um, you've played some really good teams uh, you've looked to be the part great mix of experience and and youth and I'll be there tomorrow cheering you on and I really do hope that you go on and win it um, and thanks for taking the time to speak with us and I wish you all the best and yeah hopefully I'll grab you tomorrow after the game and uh, you'll be having the gold medal around your neck so thanks again and we'll see you tomorrow Absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, hopefully tomorrow we're on the right side of a win and I'll be talking to you in great form. Thanks very much, guys.